Welcome to the Let's Talk Talent Podcast with your host, Tyler Rossi. This is your one-stop shop for how to recruit, retain, and develop the right talent that will take your organization to the next level. Hear from some of the most sought-after talent acquisition experts as we discuss what it takes to attract and assemble the world's highest-performing teams. So sit back, relax, maybe take some notes, and let's talk talent. Today's guest is Michael Tatelbane, Vice President of Talent Management over at Baptist Health. Michael has over 20 years of healthcare leadership experience and is here to talk with us today about how leaders can have an impact on the employee experience to overall increase retention. So, Michael, welcome to the podcast. Well, thanks. Hello to you. Yeah, thank you. Great to meet you. So, Michael, walk us through a little bit of your background, Vice President of Talent Management. Tell us what you do in that role and what Baptist Health is all about. Sounds good. Well, I am one of those few folks who early on in my young adult life uh, became really passionate about human resources Mm -hmm. and ultimately the impact leaders have and back then had on the employee experience. And when I was going to college, I was working for a call center environment, actually a cable TV company when this is how long ago cable TV was first coming into Chicago and was sitting with that headset on in this bit of a um, factory call center environment, hundreds of phone reps with supervisors yelling, you know, how many calls were waiting and call time was too long. And I could see the stress employees were under mm. And I could visually sit back and watch those young supervisors who were just so good at motivating call center agents. And then just the opposite, those mm. young supervisors who really made life terrible for those employees and ultimately the impact those employees were having on providing, quite frankly, pretty terrible customer service. And yeah. And and since then, I've really spent my career helping primarily healthcare organizations skill up its leaders to ultimately create exceptional team member or employee experiences. Here at Baptist, we have about 15,000 team members in the Jacksonville, Florida or Northeast Florida area. And my teams are responsible for recruitment bringing in the right people and being attractive, Mm -hmm. not just having a strong brand, but really living that brand. Mm. And then all those pieces of the employee life cycle. So we're responsible for the onboarding of those team members, the ongoing learning and development of those team members, all of our culture, engagement, organization, and leadership development, and diversity-related and employee resource group initiatives um, fall under my scope. Understood. Okay. So first of all, I want to unpack that a little bit. So call center, going back to that first experience, that's a really tough environment. 
Isn't um, it? So to be on that phone, to be dealing with angry customers, because a lot of the time when people are calling, it's because there's an issue. Um, right. Yeah, that is very if you can create increase employee morale and make a great employee experience there, you could pretty much do it anywhere. So unpack that a little bit. Tell me about what you saw supervisors doing well in that area to motivate employees. And then what did you see on the other end of it where it was really bad management and giving people a bad taste? Yeah, definitely. So, right. Nobody calls the cable TV company because they're happy, right? No, I, think I don't do. think I've ever yeah. done that. <laughs> and so, you know, it's funny, right? It, it's, it's kind of that textbook approach. So um, it's a high productivity environment. Yes. A lot of stats yes. on um, employee performance. Mm -hmm. And those employees that really excelled were those employees who were receiving continuous feedback, both how to get better, constructive feedback, with an equal balance of positive reinforcement of all those great behaviors mm. that they were doing so well. It's, uh, you know, the power of recognition is so impactful. Mm. And I really thought, thinking back about that call center environment, that the authenticity of leaders providing on-the-spot, timely, meaningful recognition really made an impact on that employee experience and ultimately yeah. the experience of those callers. I think in addition, it, you know, I talk a lot about it's not just hiring and having leaders who do a great job when it comes to managing their people, mm -hmm. but it's leaders with the heart, right? And the mm -hmm. soul to really show love and compassion for their people. And, and even reflecting back on that call center environment, boy, those supervisors who took an interest in, in that employee and their family and their out of work life really did have an impact on the enthusiasm that those employees brought to the workplace in a pretty mm -hmm. stressful environment. And again, I think pretty simple, pretty textbook approach, meaningful recognition, a leader who really authentically cares mm -hmm. had great impact on that all center experience for those employees who had the right leader managing over them. Yeah, absolutely. No, recognition is huge and relating it back to somebody's personal goals and personal life uh, to motivate them in the workplace is, is definitely going to have an impact. So I could totally understand how uh, that could help in that environment. Uh, Michael, when you moved up to where you are now, which is Baptist Health, very large organization, healthcare field, what did you take away to this organization? And what have you done as VP of talent management to instill a similar results, right amongst your employees, increasing retention, giving a great experience. Um, can you shed some light on some of the initiatives that you've been doing over at Baptist? Yeah, absolutely. So a couple of things with a major focus around leadership. Mm -hmm. So as we continue to find ways to improve processes and really partnering with our operational improvement team here at Baptist mm -hmm. to find those opportunities that create frustrations for our employees, mm -hmm. if it's scheduling, or in this case of a clinical environment, 
the ability for nurses to have the supplies they need to take care of patients. That's true. Whatever those operational processes are, we continue mm-hmm. to focus on process improvement. But okay. from a leadership perspective, boy, that's really my focus. And it's starting with the hiring of what I would what I call the right leader. And so mm-hmm. we've taken some time since I've been here at Baptist to um, identify those leader competencies and behaviors okay. of what we believe is an effective leader at Baptist, a leader who provides exceptional team member experiences mm. and gets the work done to help us meet our operational go- and financial goals to be a successful organization. Okay. And so we've really studied our leaders, our our most effective leaders, those leaders who have had high levels of engagement, low turnover, through focus groups and other survey methods, employees who have told us these are our best leaders. And as we've really studied and understood what makes that leader so effective, we've created these Baptist leadership competencies. And so that's been a starting point to uh, change up a bit with the hiring process, having, again, pretty textbook approach, behavioral-based interviewing questions Mm -hmm. aligned with our new leader competencies. So we're bringing the right people in. Okay. We've recently redesigned our new leader orientation to ensure that every leader isn't just positioned for operational success, mm-hmm. how to do payroll, how to handle timekeeping, how purchasing works. But beyond that, ensuring that leaders understand the Baptist culture, mm-hmm. what we expect of them to create a mindset for them through authenticity that they are part of this bigger purpose at Baptist of not just providing great care, but but providing exceptional team member experiences and how they fit in that puzzle. And then continuing the development of these exceptional leaders we're hiring so that they continue to get better because we feel we owe that to every person, including our leadership, to help them continue with both their personal and professional growth. Okay. Wow. So a lot of information there. So uh, let's start at the beginning, which is recruiting, right? So you mentioned that when you are in the recruiting process, you're looking at specific behavioral questions that will align, that will show that this candidate aligns with these core competencies that you've identified with your highest performing leaders, right? A couple of questions. What type of behavioral questions are those? And what do you look as past performance indicators in their previous work experience that would indicate that they do actually fit those core competencies and they're not just, as to put it nicely, blowing smoke. Right. Well, there's that old saying, right? Past performance predicts future performance. Yes. And so it's a it's a basic um, leadership principle or behavioral principle. Mm-hmm. And so you bring up a good point. So um It is important to understand that candidates past experience and what they bring. And I think the best way to do that is through behavioral based interviewing. And so um, as I think about our leadership 
behaviors around meaningful key key stakeholder alignment, um, innovation as two examples. So we have very specific behavioral-based interviewing questions, such as nurse manager candidate. Tell me about a challenge you've had in a in the past where you ultimately were either part of or individually developed a creative solution to solve a problem, as an example. And that's an example of a targeted mm-hmm. question at, in an interview that is going to force or allow a candidate to really think about past experience and or performance and provide a very specific example to help us understand where is this person at today in their ability to live our leadership principle around innovation. Mm. It also helps us begin to assess where are they at today and how can we help them develop? Because mm. we know not every not every young leader, a new leader, maybe only managing for the last couple of years is going to come in with flawless leadership. Sure. And so we we know and we're committed to helping identify and bringing on folks who have basic strong leadership skills, but also have the potential to really um, learn, grow, and blossom in terms of their leadership over time. Yeah, no, I I, I totally agree with that. So uh, one thing that we mentioned earlier on was um, optimizing the employee experience, right? And the impact leaders can have on that. So I think there's really three areas where you can optimize that experience. There's the hiring process, there's the onboarding process when they're currently on board and uh, working in the organization. And then there's the development piece, right? How do we get them to the next level and where they want to go? So walk me through uh, what Baptist has done uh, from an employee experience uh, perspective to not only increase recruitment numbers, but um, you know, hopefully lower lower turnover and increase retention as well. Yeah. Well, we are very consistent in surveying our workforce from a engagement and satisfaction perspective. So we've been very consistent the last few years, uh, objectively assessing and understanding um, how are our employees feeling. And what do they want us to work on? Mm. And through this process, we have really been holding leaders accountable in a very supportive way to take action on those survey results. Mm. And so this consistent annual surveying creates a a pretty robust um, and accountable process so that we're always talking about finding opportunities and making improvements to ultimately improve that team member experience. Okay. Going back to what we were just talking about around developing our people, that's one of the very top themes that we're seeing in our survey data holistically or across our organization is our team members are saying, we want you to help us continue to learn and grow don't just provide a great experience on my job today, but right. help me continue with my career path 
sure. adapt. And so we're investing heavily right now in new technology um, for all of our um, employees so that, that they have access to both personal and professional development. If it's online learning, on-demand learning, more virtual live classroom offerings, uh, the improvement of our emerging leaders program so that team members mm -hmm. who have an interest in leadership and they haven't gone down that career path yet, mm -hmm. that there's uh, there's opportunities for them to, one, be identified, and two, for us to skill them up to ultimately move into leadership over time. Yeah, Emerging Leaders Program, those are great. Um, can you unpack that a little bit in terms of how that works and how uh, employees can get involved with that? Yeah, so Emerging Leaders is a program that's been at Baptist uh, gosh, probably 10 years now. We um, have recently redesigned that program so it's more aligned with those leadership competencies I was talking about earlier. And so, but basically Emerging Leaders, it's a, a program many organizations seem to have today mm -hmm. around identifying either self-identification, the employee themselves can nominate themselves and go through a formal application process. We also have leaders who identify their own team members through our performance management program to be part of our 12-month emerging leaders program. This is a program where individuals are skilled through formal classroom learning, exposure to senior leaders, the opportunity to take on a couple of um, projects that'll mm -hmm. help them learn and grow and expand their skill sets. And of course, just that ability to network with others across the organization who are part of this emerging leaders program. It's a pretty large investment um, in our team members. We put through somewhere between 50 and 75 individuals a year. It's a big deal to be part of the program as well. Um, so it's it's a retention tool. It's a development tool. It's it's good for the team member. It's good for Baptist um, as we're building a pipeline of internal candidates. And we know the data is out there, right, that folks who are promoted internally tend to be more successful, meaning they, they already know the organization. They... Um, we're skilling them up and uh, they seem to be more ready when we move them into these roles because there's less of a ramp up or learning curve time sure. because they already know the organization and we've skilled them up again based on those leadership competencies to be successful first operationally, how to do that job, and then from a leadership perspective, how to create those exceptional team member experiences. I think that's a great piece of development to help people get into leadership is doing those emerging leaders programs. So kudos to you. Um, moving back to the retention piece, Michael, what do you think is the single greatest uh, thing that you've implemented over at Baptist or that's just been in place? It doesn't have to be from you. Um, that has contributed to uh, increasing retention numbers. Like what, what aspect of the employee experience at, at, at Baptist has made people stay and not want to go anywhere else? 
Yeah, good question. I, you know, I think it's, I don't know if there's a one thing, sadly, right? It's, there's not that one magic one Culmination solution. of things, right? Yeah. Um, but if I had to unpack it a little bit, um, definitely, you know, if, if I had to rank order these, one, it, it is it is our focus on leadership. You okay. know, it, we, I really believe our focus on our expectations of our leaders of treating our people exceptionally well and skilling up our leaders to manage well has probably had the greatest impact on retention. But along with that, I mean, you could have great leaders. I think what else we've been successful around is being a little bit more flexible than we ever have been in the past. Flexible when it comes to taking fresh looks at our policies and procedures when it comes to scheduling and work hours and um, even the work itself. Mm. Moving from um, on-site to remote hybrid work, right, Mm -hmm. has been part of our retention solution with our non-clinical staff. Mm. Providing more resources around work-life balance coming out of COVID and um, especially in healthcare, um, ensuring we have the resources to take really good care of our people when it comes to managing their stress and balancing their work and personal lives has been another uh, really important strategy of ours to ultimately increase retention. But the number one priority was to take the very best care of our people. Just comes down to that, right? Take care of your people and they'll take care of you. Sounds so simple, right? It does. (laughs) Not always easy to implement. Um, Michael, what would be your advice to any other healthcare organization, particularly larger organizations like Baptist, um, if they're struggling with retention numbers? Yeah, I mean, look, I think we're all we're all struggling. You know, even at Baptist, we're in a good spot. There's Mm -hmm. plenty of room for improvement. And I think, you know, our industry, in particular healthcare, um, continues to struggle with retention. You know, it's funny you talk to... Coupled with a massive health- labor shortage, too. Exactly. So yeah. you talk to healthcare leaders. They want to tell HR folks it's simply about pay, right? All we need to do is raise our rates. And we'll, we'll, keep in, we'll keep our employees and we'll attract new employees. Of course, you have to be competitive and staying um, up to date on understanding the market is Mm -hmm. really important. Mm -hmm. But look, employees don't continue to wake up every day excited just because of their pay, right? That's a basic Mm -hmm. need. I really believe it is all about culture. And if there are still organizations out there who haven't rallied their workforce around its purpose to truly, I think what we do so well here at Baptist, to truly embrace that mission, live our values, and create almost a happening or this rallying effect that we continually remind employees why we're all here. We're really here to serve one another and, of course, ultimately serve our patients. It's just, again, it, it seems so simple, but it's so powerful 
for an employee to wake up every day knowing why they're coming to work and being receiving and hearing and seeing reinforcements by leadership and appreciation for living that mission and serving those patients and families. Um, and again, going back to having that purpose. What are some ways we could reinforce that in the employee mindset? Are there certain things leaders could be doing like active, tangible things, yeah. um, words of advice that, that they can do to help it further that yeah. mission? Yeah, definitely. Well, I think it's not about reciting the mission. I think that was the old school of, um, you know, and those of us who work in healthcare, um, who always were preparing for a joint commission or a regulatory survey, mm-hmm. um, were, I think, a bit almost brainwashed that we had to ensure our employees knew what the mission statement was, because that surveyor <laughs> might come on site and say to that, right. what's the mission? Well, that doesn't have much impact. And no. maybe back then it, it met a regulatory requirement. You know, I think for a healthcare leader, you know, there's nothing more impactful than the power of storytelling. Mm. And so at Baptist. Tell us a story, Michael. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, at Baptist, we are all about um, the well-being and health of this community and providing the most exceptional quality care. The way our managers reinforce that mission is by continuously recognizing and telling those stories. And so we ask our leaders to celebrate and tell those patient care stories and how our team members are are serving this Jacksonville community when it comes to their overall well-being and the quality of care that we're providing. And so I feel that that is like a no-cost solution to creating a culture that's mission-driven by ensuring and for skilling up managers to be able to tell those consistent great stories and providing that recognition to team members for living and serving our mission. And um, I don't think there's anything more impactful and there's no cost to doing that. Yeah, no, I could totally agree. And just having a sales background myself, I could tell you that storytelling is always one of the most impactful things to help a prospect or a customer uh, realize like what the solution that you are bringing to the table and the same could be said with the employee experience, right? If if you have a mission and that mission is actively being acted on on the patients and there's great success stories and great recovery stories, why right. not spread that? Why not right. have your employees feel like they're part of something greater? You know, it, yes, you have to be competitive compensation wise, no doubt, but uh, being the highest compensation doesn't always make you feel attached to your job, engaged with your position. And the minute somebody else down the road pays a dollar more, they're going to move unless there's something holding them down to that organization, which ultimately falls down on your mission and your culture. So I think that's a great point to make. Um, Michael, we've covered a lot. Uh, What are your final thoughts? Anything you want to tell uh, our audience, whether it's recruitment, retention, uh, talent development related? Yeah, final thoughts. Well, one, this is really hard work, right? When it comes to culture, 
and ultimately retaining our team members, it takes a village. And I, as I talk to my team, I remind them that we can't do this alone. And I think, you know, good HR folks, we spend a lot of time building strong, trusting relationships with the people we work with and support. And so I'll, I'll really um, age myself now. Stephen Covey, who young, young folks in the workplace have no idea who he is. Um, but, you know, he taught me early on leadership um, guru um, back in the 80s around this very basic concept around taking the time to first connect and build trust before moving to action. And I think young leaders always thought to be successful, it's always about getting stuff done. But as I talk to my team and as I talk to healthcare managers, if we first focus on building those connections and trusting relationships with one another, sky's the limit. We we can accomplish anything. And so I would encourage the listeners of the podcast, like I encourage my team and I encourage every employee I interact with here at Baptist is let's first get to know each other and, and build trusting relationships so we can see one another beyond our job titles, but know one another for who we are and what we bring to the workplace. One, we all have a story and we all have talents that we can learn from one another. Having that mindset, along with working on some of these formal initiatives like improving recognition and aligning leaders to leadership competencies and ensuring our processes continue to get better, I really believe is the magic formula for creating great culture and ultimately retaining our workforce. Couldn't agree more. Form those connections with your candidates, form them with your employee base, and watch your recruitment, retention, and development do very, very well. Michael, this is great words of advice. If any hiring manager is listening, specifically in healthcare, uh, where could they find you? Where could they reach out for some advice? Yeah, feel free to reach out to me here at Baptist in Jacksonville. My uh, email address is michael.tatelbaim at bmcjax.com. I'd love to uh, continue the dialogue or simply reach out to me on LinkedIn. Perfect. Awesome. Well, appreciate you coming on. And till next time, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Let's Talk Talent podcast. We hope you walked away with some actionable advice that you can implement in your organization to better recruit, retain, or develop talent. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a rating. Thanks again, and we'll see you on the next one.